calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of the IGN UK podcast is sponsored by Xbox One X, the world's most powerful console. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and today I'm joined by two sexy gentlemen. Correct. Sexy man number one. Oh, am I number oh. one? Yeah. Winner. Be you. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. <laughs> and sexy man number two. Uh, my name is Alex Simmons. Mm, two sexy men. What's better? Still me? Champions League but places. Surely two is better than one. What? No. I'd two rather, sexy men. I'd rather have two pounds than one pound. You'd rather have two sexy men on you than one sexy man. You're one of those Hell yes. Big, thick, chunky two pounds clogging up your wallet. Get rid of them. <laughs> Swap them for tens. It's a big week. But you're only a one, Seems is my like, point. Whoa. Yeah, I know. It's easier. Yeah. Easier to deal with. I'm more compact. I'm petite. Are you? I can't remember the last time. <laughs> you're, I had it. you're worthless. Yeah. Not worthless. Oh no, I am worthless. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a two pound coin. Are they rarer now? I think they are. Yeah. Didn't you have like a yeah a very expensive one? I no, I got given a fifty pence, which is one of the Beatrix Potter um, Peter Rabbit ones, mm. and a quick Google suggested. That it was worth two hundred fifty pounds. However, I really wanted um, a packet of Space Raiders. Um, <laughs> however, it's only expensive if you've got the full. There's one coin mm. that is worth loads, and there's and there's a group. If you've got all of them in this pack, that's right. worth a lot. However, by itself, the one that I did have is probably worth about eighteen quid. That's all right, and I don't know where it is. So. One of one of my friends um, <laughs> you didn't spend it. No, I didn't. Spend you know when the five pounds came out? Yeah. One of my friends remembers looking at his first five pounds and going, "Ha!" Says AK forty seven on it, <gasps> and then found out that was worth like hundreds of pounds after oh, he'd spent it. No. What? Just because it was AK forty seven? Yeah, this happens quite a lot. <laughs> a friend, a friend. Uh, who was it? A friend's brother once paid me fifty quid for a SIM card because it came with the last three numbers were nine nine nine. And he could sell it on eBay for loads. So Whoa. I guess it's But he like, didn't tell me at the time that's why he was paying me fifty pounds. Like oh. personalized number plates. Yeah, basically. But with SIM cards yeah. and money. Yeah. P 
people um, are pathetic. They are pathetic. <laughs> yes. You know, personal number plates is like a really big thing in North Wales. Is it? Like in North Wales, like personalised number plates. No, no, no. In North Wales, for some reason, personal number plates is like a big thing. Like almost like a must-have purchase. Like the people are like, oh, bought my car, now I get my personalised number plate. Really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. What's I- the best personalised number plate you've ever seen? Well, I've seen like variations on just people's names, yeah. and because. They're Welsh and they're northern, so they've got names like Hinos and Llaws and stuff like that. Like, it just looks like a normal, a normal number plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to get them. Um, I yeah. once saw a big Range Rover painted gold with the number plate Money, and I thought, that guy's a yeah. g- per- good friend of mine, surely. <laughs> like, we'd get on. <laughs> oh, when God. I drive in um, along, uh, like by, down by Chelsea Bridge, if I'm coming home from Wales mm. and driving home, um, there's two cars as you come in. And they're just like for all to see, and it just is parked just off um, where the Peter Pan statue is, I think. Right. Just off from, from there, it says there's two cars that says to be, and the other one is not uh, not to be. What? One thing, yeah. So that's quite good. That. I know. Is but it? Is, uh, that's better than money. I agree yeah. there. Whoa, 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 whoa! This, whoa, is, whoa. The, this is the two versus one. Whoa! <laughs> argument all over again. I just think um, if you've got a personalised number plate, I automatically have very little respect for you. Okay. No, I was being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's a big week this week. Yeah. Star Wars is out. Yeah. Um, but what we thought we would do is because very few people would have probably seen Star Wars by the time they listened to this, if they listened to this in the day one, uh, day one yeah. and the whole weekend. So what we thought we'd do is we want you guys to be involved in our Star Wars show. So we're going to do a Star Wars special next week. This is a smart way of saying we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we could have seen it on Monday, but we went to boozing instead. <laughs> yep. um, so when you guys see it, we want you guys to get in touch. Let us know what you think. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com and we'll have a uh, feedback extravaganza for what you think about Star Wars. Yeah, maybe we should have, like, double feedback. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I want, yeah. I want lots of people to write in with, like, what they thought, any theories, any cool shit, any mad stories that happen, because there's going to be a lot of people in the cinema. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm going to see a... uh, This is the first time I've seen a Star Wars with the general populace first um, time. for the first time in ages and I'm shitting myself about going to this midnight screening I'm hoping that going to a midnight screening a picture house central the first day is out that'll it'll just be nerds yeah it's like when I saw Watchmen for the first time yeah. it was in like a little independent cinema and every, yeah. there was like loads of people dressed up and stuff I think it'll be and it was a really made Watchmen seem wicked Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. was like wow yeah Proper Phantom Menace stuff because after got, you watch it again, you're like, "What was I thinking?" Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little tiny bit of anxiety about it because, but then I'm seeing this tomorrow morning with you guys as yeah. well. So, but Literally at the same time, like eight hours later or whatever, mm, less than less than a great, isn't it? Um, we hope so. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm just going to tell to text me being like shiter, absolute shite. We it's all just send shite, Slack yeah. messages to Josh who gave it a 9.7, <laughs> saying, "Not it's sure about that." You. Um, but okay. as well as Star Wars, uh, Kingsman 2 is coming out on DVD in the US. So we got to speak to Matthew Vaughan, which I will drop in later on. But just teasing it right at the top, tickling you, tickling your little fancy with some Matthew Vaughan teases there. Uh, but Joe, you have been reviewing Zelda DLC. Yes, I have. You know when they said it was a story expansion? Did they? Yeah. Well, that's what I thought it was going to be. It's not one. Right. <laughs> it's it's weird because I guess maybe I read into the word expansion too much, but what it actually is is a series of flashbacks for characters we've already met, and that's sort of it. Uh, which 
when you first start playing, you go, this isn't quite what I wanted. And then sort of halfway through, I went, oh, wait, this is just eight hours of more excellent Zelda. I don't really care. Yeah. And I just came out loving it. Like, it's so, it's just an invitation to go back to Hyrule and, like, mess about. And there's new things in, like, places you've been before. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a couple of new monsters, like, upgraded versions of already boss monsters and stuff like okay, that. So it's, yeah. Nothing it's like, totally new. There's the ending, which I'm not going to talk about, is I've totally new. Obviously, seen okay. what you get. Oh yeah, yeah. No, well, you know, okay. there's you get they gave that away in a trailer. You yeah, get a yeah. motorbike at the end of it. It's fucking mental. <laughs> but it makes traveling around Hyrule like I played an hour or two more just because I had the motorbike and I was like, oh, I can get over there really quickly yeah, now. So right. I just like zoom off. But and it's I really used funny. To warp everywhere though. Well, you don't enjoy the long walk. Well, now, <laughs> one of the coolest things I saw in your review is you can get armor for your horse, which means you can warp your horse to you. Yes. That's big. It's it's kind of, it's one of those things where you're like, as a post-game player, you go, I wish I'd had that yeah. for a hundred hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Dan Stable, so when I was writing my review, I was yeah. writing it very much from that perspective. Yeah. And our excellent reviews editor, Dan Stapleton, made the point of saying, you've got to think about like what people who haven't played this game are going to get out of this DLC as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, And a lot of that is, it's weird because it's a, it's a double-edged sword for them because most of this is you have to have finished most of the game to get get to the content. Okay. But those treasure treasure items are still available, like I think from the outset. Yeah, yeah. So you could, if you were a new player, like say you get it for Christmas. Yeah. There's If you buy this season pass as well, you've suddenly got access to amazing stuff like the first pack had... Majora's Mask, which, uh, yeah. no, Korok Mask, which yeah. tells you where Koroks yeah. are. Um, like the Travel Medallion, which lets you set your own warp points, which is crazy useful. I've used yeah. it so much already. And yeah, this horse armor would be amazing as well. Mm. So it does feel like half and half. Like some of it's a gift to people who are getting it for the first time. And some of it's like you get some more yeah. high level stuff. Like yeah. you've been playing through the start, haven't you? At the very beginning, yeah. Where which it strips is, you of most of your, well, yeah. all of your really good abilities plus all of your health you've got a quarter of a heart but it gives you that awesome little candlestick thing <laughs> yeah. the, the one that's, hit that's obliterator the one, yes. it's called <laughs> that's exactly it's yes. actually called it's that called it the one called, hit obliterator yes. that's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing um, but like the thing I said to Joe was like is it like that all the way through because obviously I've worked really hard to build Get my character stuff, up yeah. and all that stuff and then suddenly I've got none of it but apparently it's not like that yeah either. after yeah. like yeah. you do four little like clearing out a monster nest, yeah. sort of little potted challenges and four shrines, and then it goes, okay, you get all your stuff back, you're good enough to go and do these quests now. It, just, okay, it feels cool. like a sort of okay. trial by fire. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that really reminded me of the stuff I love most in the Master Trials, the last DLC yeah. pack, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was where you just suddenly go, fuck, I have to remember how to play this game at, from the, big, like, yeah. the very start. Like when it takes all your stuff away and just gives you a tree branch, you're like... Oh, Jesus, i got to do this again. They were good in the, the way they... Right, I've got an entire room of... There's a really bad guy over there, and then you can figure out, train your reactions on mm. how to do stuff, and yeah. like really optimise the way that you kind of tackle it. Well, that's the thing. I think in terms of what DLC offering something new, Master yeah. Trials is actually the better pack, which I yeah. really wasn't expecting. Yeah. I think I, uh, in the first review I said, it like it will take a huge amount of work for the second DLC pack to actually be better than Master Trials, yeah. and it isn't. Like It's yeah. just... it's. It's still incredible because yeah, it's the yeah, best of game course, yeah. Yeah. of the year, and like, in my opinion, yeah. And like, but it's, it hasn't got the surprise on like the challenge of Master Trials, yeah. but it is really good fun. And like, 
both of those packs together are nine, like 18 quid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That, so much cheaper than most stuff. That's interesting as well because you can't buy one without the other, right? You no. have to buy them both together. So, so and it, that's like 15, 20 hours. Yeah. That's amazing. Boom. Well done to it. Well done. I was thinking about restarting. But again, like, I don't think you can have two saves, can you? Uh, no, but you can make another user and then uh, okay. just play it through on that. You can, that also, user then, you can yeah. have two saves if you start again in master mode. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's like, absolutely I'm not going to do that. No. It's so horrible. There's a silver Lionel in the tutorial. It's not cool. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bastard. I'm all right. I don't need that. But yeah, Zelda DLC weird, like weirdly initially underwhelming and then amazing afterwards. Yeah. It's strange. I like it. Um, there's some other DLC just dropped yesterday. You've done a bit of it, Al. Yeah, so a uh, new Doomsday Heist has yeah. come to GTA Online out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, Rockstar called us, I think, about a week ago and said, oh, we've got some new stuff to show you. Like, All right. And I, I literally thought it was going to be another race or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But no, it's this whole new heist that's... Well, we played it for five hours, Krupa, myself, and Powers. Mm. And I think we're about maybe a third of the way through yeah, it. Didn't you say it was like act Bonkers. one? Yeah, out of three, yeah. Mad. Um, and it's the most insane, kind of crazy, over-the-top kind of stuff that you would... Like, my favourite thing from GTA 4 was the Battle of Gay Tony. Yeah. Because that was crazy, stupid, over-the-top. I've seen a lot of people moaning, saying it's going into Saints Row territory. I don't think it I is. think it just makes Saints Row yeah. look shit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people at Volition must just be like... Fucking hell. Well, that's it. You're not running around hitting people with giant purple dildos. You're flying a what? fucking Back to the Future. You're not doing it. <laughs> no, you're unfortunately not. You're flying a Back to the Future 2 car. Yeah. And it, the way it does it, like, so we played it, um, Joe, myself, Creeper, and Carly, yeah. at lunchtime. And the way it introduces that is so good. It's because amazing. Firstly, you don't know that it hovers. So you're just driving it around trying to hack these vans. Yeah. Next thing you've got to hack are these boats out in the middle of the ocean. You pull up and it says, oh, we've made a. Um, uh, modification to your car press x to hover you go suddenly you're like oh my god this is badass you do that next bit of the mission go over to los santos airport and you're chasing a jumbo jet down the runway and it says pull back on the stick to fly and you're like what you pull back and there you are four people awesome. buzzing around so um trying to hack this data breach thing on this uh, jumbo jet it's it's amazing my favorite bit of that was watching you like hacking really skillfully like kind of gliding around yeah. the plane as it and it took this big banking turn and you were kind of turning with it just bonked into its what? engine <laughs> <laughs> it gets to the point where it was like it was above me and I was like because you have to be really close for the hack to work right and I was like I can't see it anymore Shit. oh there it is there's the wing that I've just flown into my favourite thing as well was um Krupa realised that to just lose altitude the easiest way is to just turn off your hover engine yeah. so you just like Press it, your wheels fold up, and suddenly you're just in free fall, like oh spinning gosh. around as the car. It's like, you know that bit in Blues Brothers where the Nazis fall <laughs> off the cliff? It's just like that. Um, and then you just turn it on, and your car just writes itself. So there's a bit where we were dropping into the final checkpoint. That's class. And I dropped I those, saw you. And I did <laughs> dropping not, out the sky. I was just like, you know when you think about a parachute in yeah. a game, you, you usually think like, boom, and it's up. Yeah. And in GTA, it's... Boom, and it takes a few seconds and yeah, you just yeah. hit the floor. It was that with my car. And I like properly did the hover just like there above oh my the God. floor, like a few inches. It was amazing. We were on top of this multi-story car park on the top floor, and I saw Joe's car skyrocket past <laughs> the top of it. Dumb. And then it obviously changed just before he hit the pavement. So when we played it at Rockstar... Creeper didn't press the hover button properly, so he drove straight out into the ocean and then died. And obviously, the whole point is you get oh, like one or two lives yeah. to share between you. 
It's like, you've got to do it all again. It's like, oh, you man. idiot. <laughs> and then same happened with the hacking the plane, is that someone tried to get... Was it, I don't think it was me. It was probably Powers, let's face yeah. it. Just went, like, I'm going to try and fly the plane. <laughs> hit into it and then knocked the wing off the plane. And it was the end of the mission because we hadn't hacked it at that point. Oh. <laughs> so, that's good. But there's so much more to it. Like, again, we haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. So we played a little bit further than what we played, Joe. Hmm. But from the trailer, like, there's a bit where you're underwater in the James Bond-style Lotus Elite, yeah. sort of submersible. Like, there's nukes. There's like a ton of stuff in there. It does you seem can buy mental. an orbital cannon. You can. It's that's, mad. So, that's the, so it is expensive stuff. Yeah. Because you've got to set up a, like a secret lair bunker, and I think mine cost me... And I, I went for nice, you know, gear for, for mm. my boys and the big boys clan. <laughs> the big boys clan. <laughs> uh, but it was about three and a half million, okay. which is a lot of money. Yeah. But bear in mind, like, there are people in GTA who are, so I'm level 30, I'm literally mm. nothing. But there are people like level 600. I we saw a guy who was level 1,000 We literally really? played with someone on a level 1,000 oh yesterday. It's insane. Stupid. And I think, like, I could probably... If I hadn't just bought a helicopter before this came out, yeah. I could probably have just afforded to start the heists. Right, okay. Even if you don't do that, like you do like three or four of the heists, you've got enough money to do that stuff. Oh, okay, or compete cool. in some of the races. Yeah, it's yeah. quite easy to make money. Yeah. Also, they've um, done a smart thing that we noticed over lunch, which is if someone's a CEO, yeah. they can invite people anyone on the server to be their bodyguard. Right. And those people can do heists. So oh. even if you can't afford the stuff to start the heist as a CEO, yeah, you can still play them with people as long as they. Yeah, like, does that affect your you cut substantially though? No, it no. didn't in those missions. Okay. I wonder if when it finishes, maybe so it does. But yeah. so the like the the we played up to the end of the first act, and that's exactly the same as a normal heist. So you do the prep missions, yeah, and then you have got the final thing where the uh, team leader decides the cut. Mm. So it's up to the person you're playing with as opposed to the game right, and your okay, rankings. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the other thing is, if you kit out your lair with like a weapons armory, you get cool weapons, like including minigun. Yeah. Like you have to be a level 100 to buy a minigun from ammunition. Whereas it's you just, just in, get, yeah, I literally just the yeah. walked into your reception and went, oh, there I'll is. have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the only other thing I found out is that I'm, I'm not a CEO, I'm a VIP. Right. Oh. And VIP is timed, you get it for four hours. And then, so you pay for a privilege, and then it gets oh. uh, redacted. CEO, you have to then go and buy an office, and then you can do whatever you want. Right. But an office is another mill. Jesus. Isn't, so how much is, you can buy the DeLorean to use as normal, right? For like three mil. So you can buy it for, once so you finished the mission. Yeah, right. you can buy it for 4.5 before the mission, yes, or 3.5 afterwards, I yeah. think. Doesn't that mean that GT Online is just going to be flooded with the DeLorean zooming about the place? Well, yeah, probably. This but like before it, it was like, there was this obliterator bike, which mm. is basically a, a rocket bike mm. with little wings. And that's what power, powers... Um, uh, vehicle of choice was because you basically jump up a hill and then fly through the sky right. until you haven't got quite enough then you hit the deck and then do the same okay but yes I think that I don't yeah. although I, I didn't see any I've seen not seen any DeLoreans but it's been weird because I haven't played GTA Online for two years I think yeah. and mm. so coming back particularly after the last year and a half where they've added the really weird shit. It's like yeah. stunt races on Hot Wheels tracks in the sky, rocket bikes, like the Batmobile, yeah. like all of this mad shit that I've yeah. never seen before. I'm just like, and everyone's got it. Yeah. yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> I know. Because that's the thing. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people moaning that you need you, you pay for microtransactions to get what you... You don't. You can play the game and have a good time. Yeah. If you want all of that cool shit, then yes. But that's surely the same as any other game. You've got to work to get it. It's not, um, the thing is, it's not loot boxes. 
which no. which is the major problem. Like I I do think it's more of a grind than it should be. Like it is crazy how much things cost compared yeah. to how fast you can earn money. But but I, you but then but, you haven't played many heists, right? No, no, no. And you can make a lot of money in the heist. But yeah. I I I agree like if you work for it you can get it and yeah. you can get exactly what you want. Yeah. It's not battlefront levels of microtransactions no, 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 where no. you're just going I didn't even get what I wanted after yeah, yeah, yeah. this month. That's the thing, like, you know, using Overwatch as a comparison, uh, you know, I, I played the same number of games as Cardi mm. in the summer thing. I didn't get one fucking skin. Yeah. Whereas at least I know at the end of it, I've played this, I've put all that effort in, I've got that much money, I can spend on exactly the thing that I want. Yeah. So. yeah. And if you want to spend the money and get there fast, well, that's up to you. I look forward to doing it all again in Red Dead. Incidentally, yes. they found they've data mined like there are Red Dead items in Whoa. GTA Online, really what? hidden. Um, and oh. one of them, like the description says, if you get this gun, then complete a challenge with it, it will unlock that gun in Red Dead Online. Shut up! So like the minigun, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mean, rocket launch, DeLorean. <laughs> Some mad like that, that would honestly, be amazing. Back to the, back to the future, the future <laughs> three DeLorean. Oh shit! Yeah. I hope they don't do that. No, I, I, I want Red Dead to be normal. They'll no, do it. But in yeah. the same way like they did um, Undead, Nightmare. Undead Nightmare, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. Or what if they did Not like... the main game. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Online, because this is what they've done with GTA, is it yeah. started really normally. Like, yeah. Do you remember like the early days of GTA yeah. Online? It was literally just walking normal. into convenience stores, yes. holding yeah. them up, running away. Like There was not much to it. Yeah. Now you've got DeLoreans. Four years' time... Yeah. Uh, in Red Dead Online. It's going to be mental what's yeah. going on in there. It's going to be amazing. I'm up for that. A flying train. I always like civilization and like you actually, the civilization is actually advancing technology-wise, but like <laughs> almost like real time. <laughs> what's so in like three years' time we'll just have slightly faster trains? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really good. I don't think it would. <laughs> well, not real time, but in uh, um, an exaggerated version of real time. 100 years. 100 years. <laughs> so in four years' time, it's just like they're on oh, Alpha like in four, Centauri. In, yeah, in four years, it's got this, you do, let's say, 50 years. Every four years is 50 years in Red Dead. Oh, imagine, because then yeah. you'd have like World War Red Dead. Exactly, yeah. But not going to do it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, me and Joe have been playing a modernish game i don't even know where it's at i guess future cyberpunk yeah uh it's a game called the red strings club um i've played about two hours of it uh and it's fucking weird yeah <laughs> how do you feel about these for game mechanics <laughs> mixing drinks yeah talking and pottery those are your three major interactions that we've come across i think there is one more but i don't know i can't remember what it is well it might be question and answer because isn't there's you have to do well that's under the bracket of talking mm, maybe then yeah maybe there's another mechanic I, I don't know about yeah. why pottery but, uh, well, well, that's very odd so it's, you start out you're in the Red Strings Club um, and you're a bartender with right. you're in a you're in a future where people have kind of like Blade Runner they have like augment they augment themselves cyberly um, so everyone is everyone's got like all this different <laughs> shit going on on them so like there's a guy who's your mate who's got like weird eyes like like computer eyes yeah. and he's like part robot you can jack into other robots yeah um and basically Brandis 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 old, yeah. old computerized Brandis computerized yeah. Brandis and you play Donovan who's this bartender and basically the your skill as a bartender is you can manipulate people with drinks 
So if someone comes in and they've got some information you want to extract out of them, because that's one of your primary things as well. You're a bartender, but also... uh, An information broker. Yeah, an information broker. So if somebody comes in, you can see their sort of weaknesses, and you make drinks tailored to those weaknesses, and you get information out of them. Uh, So that's one part of it. You're doing that, which is brilliant. And also, it's worth pointing out that making drinks isn't as simple as like, I'll put that in, I'll put that in, I'll put that in. You get this weird silhouette, it's very strange, you get this weird silhouette of the person and then across their body there are these like nodes and they say things like fear or sympathy and they're circles of varying sizes and your four different spirits are actually just directional movements for where your circle goes. So if you like want to get to fear and it's in the bottom left, you've got to put some down vodka in and then some left absinthe and line it up and then get the circle the right size by dropping bits of ice in it which makes the circle smaller because it makes your drink is like water's down the I'm drink I'm sure it's a lot easier to understand if you're looking at it I know but that's yeah. the kind of beauty of it is that it's so mad and as soon yeah. as it's really tactile as well like especially yeah. with the pottery the idea is not that you're just clicking and things are happening yeah, yeah. you're really having to move the mouse to do stuff well the, the drink is as well man because yeah. like at the beginning I was just like pouring but then like you, the bottle actually works like an actual bottle because then when you put it up obviously that's not it's how still things work stuff it's still out. going in so yeah. there was, I was like oh but the only bit that I don't like about that is if you go a little bit too much the way that you uh, sort it out if you put a little bit too much tequila and the way you sort it out is just by fucking bunging it out yeah. <laughs> you just pick up a glass and pour a little bit out and it's right. like I've worked in bars that's not what happens <laughs> um, um, the other str- like, there's so many weird things about this yeah. like the other strange thing is the implication that, as the player, you're this guy's muse. Yeah. Like, he calls to his the muse of alcohol to ma- yeah. let him, like... So there's magic or something? It's really strange. It's quite deep as well, because, like, you're basically trying to get the most information out of someone. Yeah. Um, so when someone came in re- just now, recently, um, on my last shift, um, <laughs> when someone came in just now, um, I was like, well... I'm gonna fucking go mad on fear, and it just didn't work with her. Oh, really? Uh, at all? No. So I was like, okay. But then you can kind of like go back and sort of even it out with some sympathy vodka. But there's um, there's some interesting so weird. There's yeah. some interesting stuff where it's like you can choose that emotion, mm. but choosing that emotion doesn't just give you the answers you want. You then yeah, get yeah. given a list of questions to ask. And some of those questions will work if you've activated fear. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. some won't, even though they're like the same set of questions in the no matter same what state. you yeah, yeah. which is a really cool way of doing a text yeah, adventure type good. thing it's a beautiful like pixel art game as well we haven't yeah. really said what it looks like it's just no it looks like that but then all, right at the beginning then it's not a spoiler but right at the beginning a fucking actual robot comes into the bar all freaking out and stuff um, and you jack you get Brandice to jack into her and you get into her memories yeah. and what she was was this weird sort of the, the way that aug- augmentations work is you come into the <laughs> robots operate in theater yeah. with a problem then the robot has like blueprints for how to solve that problem so it'll be like uh, if you came in and, and you wanted like one of the problems i just solved was um there was a ceo who wanted like to get more of his deals through right so you come in there's an augmentation in the blue in the blueprints which is like persuasion yeah um so you do an augmentation but the way the augmentations work you get the blueprints and then you go on to like a weird pottery wheel thing and you have to like carve out the augmentation. And then I was just about out. to say, where does the pottery fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's meant to be, it's, they just call it like biomatter. Yeah. And you're carving it into a shape. And then, <laughs> then she literally just walks over to them. Fucking just shoves it in their in stomach. stomach. <laughs> and it makes these horrible like <laughs> The noises. pottery makes a really nasty noise as it well. Does, yeah. It's like, because I guess you've got this weird, as you say, like biomatter. So it's like... <laughs> 
Yeah. So it's liquid. It's, it's, so it's, pro- it's like shaping it rather than like lathing it. No, uh, it's not liquid. It's just like a, a, more like a jelly matter. Yeah, okay. so it's a jelly matter. Um, yeah. And you're using little jelly matter tools to carve it out. Yeah. Um, and you, like, again, it's super tactile. Like, mm. you've got to spin the wheel as you're doing it. So you yeah. have to click and then move the mouse around. At the same time. And then yeah. you can be like, oh, I want some music. So you have to move, literally move your finger over to a button yeah. and then move the mouse up to prod the button to turn on music right. and stuff. It's right. really odd. Like, it's a fun way to I'm properly good to it. Thing. I think it's, it's out in January, I think, um, or in the new year. It's called the Red Strings Club. But yeah, I'm, I'm properly into it. My I'm, only issue with it at the moment is, mm. at the start, you go, cyberpunk bartending game. There's, which, there have been those before. Weirdly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one last year, I think, called Valhalla. Mm. But... That and then this sort of um, weird, like pottery thing where you're solving people's problems. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, this is a good way to get into a cyberpunk world yeah. in yeah. a weird way. And then, like, an hour in, it just goes, oh, yeah, and it's a big conspiracy, and everyone's like, and yeah. it's just that classic cyberpunk thing of it can't be content with just showing you what a world is. It has yeah. to have stakes. And I was like, I don't and need. The stakes are pretty big, I know, pretty quickly I need, as well. I don't yeah. need like to be involved in a corporate conspiracy. I just want to be a cool bartender and solve yeah. people's problems. That's why, because so I don't think it's actually going to be that long. But you actually think it's going to be longer than I oh, think because because it's taken that long, and I'm sure there is a third component that I can't remember. Right. So I was talking to the director at the, mm. an event we went to, and he was saying that because they made this game called Gods Will Be Watching, yeah, which people really liked. I never actually played it, and did quite well and they had enough money to start another project and he said they got a year into that and just went it's shit and cancelled it <laughs> then they started so another, any money. then they started another project another year shit cancelled oh it God. and during this time they were doing game jams and they did a game jam game about bartending and a mm. game jam game about pottery and one other and I can't remember what it was Right. and then he said well wait those are the things we've enjoyed making the most let's just work out how to get all of those into one right. game jam and then in. they made this which is yeah. really cool um so I'm sure there's another one. Anyway, yeah, yeah maybe years down the toilet though. Mental. Oof. Yeah, he sounded quite sad. <laughs> we were actually like sitting, and he just looked into his glass for a while, just yeah. like, <sighs> yeah, mad. So yeah, they had an event at because it's all set in a cocktail bar, and they had an event at a cocktail bar, and um, we got to go and drink cocktails. So maybe like they could see the nodes on us, where they're just like, Name so I will get just like, well, he's a sad fucker. They, they <laughs> poured a sad him, vodka yeah. or whatever it is. They looked yeah. at our nodes and went likes pottery yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll get it um, but yeah I, I think I'm gonna tr- I think I've got, we've got the whole build so I think I'm gonna try and play it to completion it is a really um, interesting thing that's, but I, I hope it's about four hours long yeah I can't be making that much pottery and I hope it's not just a conspiracy theory game. yeah that's the only thing I, th- I feel like it's really good in a sense of it is kind of like a, a I guess a visual novel in a way with yeah. like little mechanics in it but I just, I wish there was a sink. I wish there was a sink that I was pouring the alcohol down <laughs> rather than just pouring it onto the bar. Yeah. Let's do my head in that. Is it, that's literally the only thing that's bothering you. Yeah. That's quite enough. Quite also, good. Oh, oh Maybe no, there is something else in. as well. Um, when you change the music when you're doing the pottery, basically it's like, oh, you can pick like pick music that helps you be like more in tune with the biomatter that you're doing. But the mix on the actual there's, there's I think there's only a couple of tracks mm. and they don't mix into each other so no it just goes ju- yeah so you'll just be um, you'll just be but when you're actually listening to it when you click it over it goes that I don't mind it doing that mm. but if when it changes to another track in the middle of you lathing oh, it just see. fucking clicks in yeah and it's just like mm, I feel like if I meant to be in tune with it I don't feel very in tune with it when the music just fucking honks just on barrels the next into one. something yeah. else um, but that's the only two things it needs a sync 
better mix on the music. Oh, and people walk way too slowly. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Some slow-ass walking. That is, yeah. That's going to be another too much water. Needs a sink. Yeah, yeah needs a sink. <laughs> but pro, lot of dicks in the game. Yeah. <laughs> lot of dicks, lot see of some tits. Pixel nudes. Pretty good, man. Mate. For that, yeah. I've been playing it on my desk like this. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, who's going to see all the dicks? <laughs> Yeah, your, your desk face into the office as well. Yeah, they yeah. look. Everyone's getting a view of those. From dicks. lunchtime, when Mashable get in as well, they don't want to be seeing that. Yeah, like, Mashable comes going in. Over there? Who are these perps? <laughs> fucking perps. pixelated porn. It's fucking pixeldicks.com. We bought them last year. <laughs> Pixel dicks. Let's, as soon as we go out here, let's please register that URL. Yeah, just in case. Um, uh, me, Krupa and Cardi went to see two episodes of the New League of Gentlemen series. I didn't realise it was uh, two. Last night. Yeah, neither did we. So we we bought the tickets ages ago and it's essentially, we thought it was going to be one episode There's only because in the new series there's only three episodes, like a three episode extravaganza uh, which is going out next week as well. Um, so we thought we were buying tickets for one episode mm. and a Q&A. Yeah. Um, when we turned up, they surprised us by saying, oh, we're actually, there's two episodes ready. We would have shown a third, but it's not finished. We haven't finished editing it yet. Um, So they showed us two episodes um, and it's fucking brilliant. Is it really good? We were dying. That's like, amazing. There's, there's one scene in it in particular with one character who they've brought. Well, they brought a lot of characters back, um, but there's one scene where we were just absolutely dying. Like I didn't, I didn't hear what the next scene was a lot because <laughs> I just kept laughing at this one particular thing. Um, Is it really good, even if you don't have a great deal of nostalgia for the original? So I've never seen it. Never seen it. You can't watch it. You can't. You won't be able to watch this and get any. I wouldn't thought you'd get anything out right. of it if you don't at least remember what's going. On. I've just rewatched everything. Right. Um, uh, and I'm glad I did because I got a little tiny bit more out of it. Yeah. Um, I, you couldn't watch this without seeing the other stuff. I don't think because I was interested what they what they were aiming for. Is yeah. it just an exercise in let's bring back stuff people liked, or is it we're trying to make a series again? No. Um. So the the Q and A was. It was pretty shonky. The dude at the BFI is not very good. Um, and it's just like, you know, when just they're asking, you're asking them questions, but if everyone there is like a giant League of Gentlemen fan, so I've heard all the stories before, like yeah. everybody knows like who they based Papalazzo on. Uh, they've heard like Reese Smith say that story mm. at least four or five times I have. Um, and he doesn't want to say it. And then the, the BFI guy's like, oh, I heard uh, Papalazzo. It's just like, you fucking know what it's based on, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it was a pretty shonky Q&A in that respect. But the one thing that you did get out of them was just like, you know, it wasn't, we're not doing this because we have to. We did it because we had a really good idea and we want to. Um, and I think that's why it's only three episodes. Probably as well, there's money more, well, I guess like less money or more money involved. If you only do three, I don't know. Mm. But um, it looks amazing. So it doesn't look like, it looks like it's had a really, really good budget on it. That's cool. But it doesn't like... Uh, it is pandering in a tiny bit because there's some characters just doing things and you're just like but it's been fucking like 13 years since the yeah. last mm. one so mm. I don't care well that's um, it like I, actually it's more now yeah I think I've watched most of League of Gentlemen yeah. and liked it but I don't, I'm not a huge right, yeah, fan or yeah. anything but I'm still interested in seeing it just because I know those people yeah yeah and like that's quite an interesting thing to have happened yeah. I like this there's a lot of people complaining about like the renaissance of let's bring back everything we used to like yeah I'm kind of into it yeah. <laughs> like it's nice having all these things reappear I was I was genuinely worried about it yeah because um, I thought it was going to be a apocalypse yeah, situation yeah. um, but it feels like they've got a really good idea I don't know how they're going to tie everything that they've 
done in the first two episodes up in the third episode mind so is it a proper storyline again there's a couple of things going through but there's a right. couple of sort of one-off things as well like some characters lend themselves better to like little sketches but mm. then there's a three there's a weird little through line as well that's good um with a couple of different characters, actually. But I don't know how those are coming together in the last episode. Unless the last episode... The last episode maybe isn't 30 minutes long. Maybe uh, it's a little bit longer. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot gone on. There's one scene in particular in episode two with a bingo caller, which is just amazing as a sketch. Like, it's fantastic. It's like... It's really funny, but it's really sad as well. And, and I think that's when they're best. When yeah. It's just doing like really, really dark shit. Have you seen, uh, the um, one I'd forgotten about, I've been rewatching bits and pieces since yeah. it's on Netflix. And the one where it's a couple going into um, like an Italian restaurant. Oh, okay. And yeah. they keep talking to the waiter, Luigi. Yeah. But it keeps turning into them complaining about their marriage, just yeah. getting more and more dark as it goes on yeah, yeah. until the point where the guy's just like you've been coming in here for ages I'm not called Luigi and he yeah. leaves and then they just hate him and you just the implication is they're just left with this terrible marriage that's totally unresolved because yeah. he hasn't helped him it's amazing they're brilliant they are um, smart they, I just re I just watched the Christmas special again which is on Netflix mm. and is one of my favourite Christmas specials of anything um, and they, they did say last night they were like oh I think the Christmas special is the best thing we ever did what's the most um, interesting thing they said yeah. Um, oh, that they're doing a tour. They announced yeah. on stage that they're yeah. doing a tour again uh, next year, which is really good. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What else? Did they, they that was pretty good. They like they do some mad things with some characters, uh, which they kind of address in a really really funny way. Um, but it's good. Um, but yeah, I think the tour thing is just bonkers. That'll be really really good. Yeah. I saw them when I was at uni. Um, do uh, I think I went to Manchester or St Helens or something like that to see mm. them? And that is really good. Like how they do all the horrible, disgusting stuff like live is awesome. Like they literally just put tape on their nose for tubs and everything. <laughs> just bonkers. Um, but yeah, I think they're all. I think they're all out next week on BBC. It's mm. been shown, um, and it's naughty but Sign. very funny. Yeah, the the Jeff scene is the scene that. We just lost our minds. The Jeff scene. The Jeff so scene. Good, yeah. All right. Uh, so make sure you watch out for that. Uh, another thing to watch out for, uh, Matthew Vaughan, uh, the director of Kingsman. Me and Krupa got to go down and speak to him recently um, about Kingsman coming out on Blu-ray. He's really interesting, dude. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Every time you come back from an interview <laughs> with Matthew Vaughan, you're like, yeah. listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, last time I spoke to him, he was talking about how he thought it was a mistake that they'd put in the trailers, like, something particularly big uh, about a particular character. And he's like, I just can't believe they've done it. He literally called it stupid. Um, I yeah, think, he called it stupid. Uh, in this one, he's just talking about how he's uh, talking to DC. Um, but he makes, like, a really, really interesting point which I hadn't thought about before actually about like what you would like to tackle in terms of like if you're a director and you've got anything to do you know he kind of basically says like I don't know why they would want to follow like he's talking about DC and the universe yeah. he's like I don't know why they would want to follow the Christopher Nolan um, universe like it's much more interesting to work on something the shite mm, right um, because he's like if you make something a little bit good then it's better than the shite well, he did a really he did a really good bit about well be, you'll hear it in a second yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah have a listen to him now and then we'll come back for some sexy keyword countdown so Matthew every time we get somebody on the podcast we ask them for their favourite movie TV show and video game. Do you have a favorite one of any or all of those? Hopefully, or sorry, favorite movie. Let's go movie. Oh come on, that's ridiculous. And people answer it. They can say what their favorite movie is. Yeah, yeah. 
I couldn't say I have. I have. I have Man, as long as you don't fucking say Kingsman Two, I'm not going to take the piss. I, I wouldn't fine. say anything I made because <laughs> there's a love-hate relationship there. But I would say <laughs> there are so many movies I love. But if I had to gun to my head, the boring answer would be a tie. No, it would be a tie between Star Wars and Raiders: of The Lost okay. Ark. But um, a non-boring answer would be. Um, trying to think what I've seen recently that I thought was great Guardians of the Galaxy just to, to make people get confused <laughs> alright could you have a favourite TV show favourite TV show what am I, I mean at the moment um, I mean I'm actually not that big a TV guy so I've just okay. fallen into the TV world and I've, I've really been impressed with Fargo oh it's amazing isn't it yeah, yeah. I mean it's blown me away how, yeah. how good Fargo is so I'd say Fargo is what I'm Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's bonkers what they've done with that world. Because I first, I love Fargo. When they first heard they were going to do that, I was like, what I was surprised yeah. at how, but it's it's so cinematically, yeah. beautifully shot. And the 18. I oh. love the 18. Awesome. There you go. Do you have a favourite video game? Um, it's a tie again between Elite, which I used to play as a kid. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I would say uh, FIFA 18 at the moment. <laughs> All right, awesome. Did you watch the uh, Avengers trailer? Did you see that? I have. What do you think? Well, it looked like bloody Justice League. Is that what you think? What, some... I thought it was a bit happier than Justice League. Uh, what, a big CG villain arriving, yeah. and there's some magical stone, and he's right, and they're all having to team up to fight. I was like, fuck, can we start having something more original? Yeah. Sorry, Avengers. I'm no, sure no, it's no, going to be awesome. brilliant, but I was like, Christ, I just got through Justice League, and, yeah. and I'm thinking, what, the Affinity Stones and the... The whatever those cube the things box that they're thing. box and, yeah, yeah. and the alien big they do say CG the word guys. box a lot in Justice the box, League yeah. the box. they say the word stone a lot in, yeah. in the Avengers world so I don't know it's look I do think um, I'm more into the Guardians and Doctor Str- I feel they're at least evolving yeah. more but how many times can we see all these guys coming together to fight off in an alien invasion yeah which I, mean, I assume is what it looks like to me you did sort of X Men, and then you yeah. went off and kind of like you've built your own sort of superhero universe. Really, yeah, would you ever go? But would next. you would you ever go back into you know a Marvel or DC film? Do you think? Uh, never say never. Mm. I think it's I'm at that stage in my career where I'm also it's quite important to me who I'm working with. Yeah. So I think Kevin Feige's fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I knew Kevin years back. I mean, we've we've gone through some crazy times together back at the beginning of our career in Vegas on a little, little um, trip I wish no more about being screamed at by people more senior than us okay. um, so um, uh, but um, look, I do love the world of DC and I've been talking to them at the moment about some few, few things yeah. and, and I do think Marvel I mean Marvel it's it's more fun getting involved with, with people franchises when they're on the down because right. then you, it's easier to make a good film. Like so, if I got involved with a few of the superhero movies out there, which have been through, say, disappointing, yeah, it's going to at least, uh, um, you know, if I do it okay, it'll yeah. probably be better. Um, so when I did X Men, there was, you know, it was a pretty low bar to, yeah. to X Men Three. No offense, was not the fantastic, yeah, piece of work. So mm. it was, it, it's much more fun reinventing and saving something than I'd be more intimidated doing a. You know, trying to do a new Guardians, for example, yeah. I'll be like, well, how, I don't know if I can make it any better. Yeah, that's really interesting. I never think of that because obviously you'd think, you know, you see everyone wants to do like the big ones, like Batman. It's like, how the fuck yeah. do you follow Christopher Nolan? Exactly, like... you don't, and that's why. <laughs> well, you do, but you have to do it differently. Yeah. So, if you're gonna, if I was gonna do Batman, there's no point 
doing The Dark Knight. Yeah. Because it's been done to perfection. So you have to think, okay, if I was doing Batman, I go, Christ, let's bring out the Adam West version. Because yeah. it's got to, you got to go, you got to give people something. Well, for me, I'm not interested in, in copying somebody else's take on the genre. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, um, like, Obviously, you were a producer on Fantastic Four, and I've you know, oh, seen you God. sort of say that. Uh, yeah. you know, I apologize. No, 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 it's I fine. really do it, but no, it's not fine. It was, it, it's. I think it's a fantastic piece of IP that mm. didn't go well, and um, but hey ho, that's what happens. But the, that should be the live action Incredibles, is what yeah. it should be. I mean, I've, I remember seeing an interview with you where you said, like, you know, I was given notes that were being sort of ignored. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of just want to do Fantastic Four yourself to be like, see, fucking knew what I was talking about, man. Um. Again, never say never. I, um, I would, yeah. I, it's it's um, yeah. Fan four. I, I I would I wouldn't say no to doing fan four, but it's definitely you know I don't I've got to figure out what I'm doing next. Yeah. And you know I'm, I I feel like flexing a muscle which I haven't used before. And and you know as you said I've done quite a few superhero yeah. movies and um, so I'm I'm but I've got no idea what I'm going to do. I'll suddenly suddenly something will make me so excited that I have to go off and, and film it but I, yeah. I haven't got to that stage yet Was there a thing from Kingsman 2 that you sort of enjoyed people reacting to? Elton John Elton John Yeah it's been quite fun watching um, watching people just not believing what Elton John's doing so I think El Elton's been been um, yeah Elton's been been a f really yeah good good fun part of it Yeah um, what does he think about the film after you've seen it? Well, he told me he loved it. But what else are you going to say? Yeah. So, um, I mean, behind closed doors, you have to ask him. But he, I think he was thrilled. I think he comes across great. So he's, you know, he's he's he was. Um, he says he'd love to do it again. So that's yeah. that's a good sign. For Kingsman Two, you had a pretty amazing cast. Mm -hmm. um, was there anybody so if you approached that you weren't able to get that you may be able to get for Kingsman Three if that happens? No, everybody. Um, everybody said yes. I was quite yeah. lucky. So I'm. I'm um, um, in Kingsman 3 there is one new massive role uh, I don't know who it's going to be yet but yeah. there will be one one new large addition but I don't know who that's going to be but I've been lucky everyone did been, yeah it's a hell of a cast and you'd think but then again who would imagine who I was offering it to to say no yeah. to end up with that cast it would be yeah that's a good point probably, actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, well, Daniel Day-Lewis and Lawrence <laughs> Olivier you know, so, get him out. I know he said yeah. he's just doing Phantom Throne and then stop him and be like mate come do Kingsman yeah, come, 3 yeah. come out of retirement after that would week. be great Retire well you know what <laughs> With him, you never know. He probably, you know, he could retire and yeah. then be working the next day. So, like at the end of Kingsman, what I kind of wanted to see was like Eggsy going off and doing like cool Kingsman adventures. Mm -hmm. Then you kind of like stripped it all back because you've obviously got rid of the Kingsman um, like by blowing everything up. Mm -hmm. um, in the third one, can we see him just going off some cool adventures? Maybe like some standalone little stories. Maybe, or did it have to go bigger? Do you think? Oh, it doesn't have to go well. You just said we paired it back. So which one is it? So um, like, no, it's going to be. I can tell you, Kingsman Three is the 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 next chapter on Eggsy's evolution. Yeah. But in a way that people aren't really not going to be going to be expecting. But they will see. I think they're going to see the side of Eggsy that everyone fell in love with in the first film and loved in the second. But yeah. it's 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 going to be. I mean, it's a big risk what we're doing with Kingsman Three because it's it's so not it's just not what people will be thinking of. But the whole point about Kingsman is not to do right. this genre. For me, the brand of Kingsman is push boundaries, do things different, um, and make a film that 
splits opinion of people, you know, the people who like Kingsman will love it. People who didn't like Kingsman, they're going to carry on hating it, which is, that's fine. <laughs> who are the people who hate Kingsman? There's quite a few out there, trust me. Really? Oh, God, yeah. For every person that likes it, there's probably one or two that doesn't. Which you- is good. That's, that's called, that's entertainment. Yeah. For me. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's not nice being told someone doesn't like it, but it's, yeah. you know, it is uh, people's right to have their own opinion. They're, and they're not wrong. If they don't like it, they don't like it. That's awesome, man. It's like a good place to end it on that. It's a good, nice little thing. You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's cool. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I can only do what I do, and the best of my, you know, best of my talent. I try. Amazing. Thank you very much, man. Cool. There you go. That's Matthew Vaughan being very Matthew Vaughan-y. <laughs> Um The Kingsman Two DVD is out in the US this week and in the UK beginning of 2018. Um, there's something that. Uh, we got one of the uh, PRs. We had a few drinks with them after the Kingsman event, and we kind of asked them if we could do a particular thing for when it comes out in the UK. And if it's if it happens, we'll be going to a pub, <laughs> <laughs> possibly to do this podcast. Oh, no, interesting. Um, but yeah, there we go. Uh, this can be done in a pub. <laughs> I loved that that mental block you had for a second as you desperately tried to find a Countdown. Well, well, well. Um, if you don't know what keyword countdown is, IMDb categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or what Dave from South Jersey has done, <gasps> is taken five films, ten keywords apiece. You guys have to guess what those films are and what the link is between them. Um, we also say as well, we've got some massive plans for a keyword countdown Christmas special. Yes, we do. Uh, which we're going to stick out, I think, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so that's good. So we're going to do some of the live rounds that we did at the live show. That would be really, really good. But also, we, you know, people have contacted us saying that they play a lot of keyword countdown cars on journeys. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of people do journeys around Christmas time. So the like Joe and Cardi have been devising a silent keyword countdown, which I'm going to stick at the end of the keyword countdown Christmas special. So if you're playing in the car with your family, you can play along like you're one of us. And yes. yeah. we have plans for the link because we've devised oh, yeah. a horrible link. Yeah. And the first person to get it. Yeah. Don't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah. But over a million dollars. That's mental. So the first person who guesses the link gets over a million dollars as a prize. Yes. That's insane to be. ridiculous. Can I have it? No, you can't. Mm, Because of contracts. Here we go then. This is Dave from South Jersey who says, I love the show. It's part of my podcast lineup that helps me survive my monotonous data entry job. Gavin. What? Are we not doing keyword counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this oh, is I thought this was Jersey. a feedback. Yeah, yeah. Keyword countdown <laughs> is a great segment, although I am absolutely horrible at it. Being from the US, I find the UK podcast very good. It just feels like you're all genuine people that I can relate to. Keep up the amazing work. So here we go. Dave right. from South Jersey. Go. Film number one. Sorry I interrupted, Dave. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> United States of America. White House down. Male frontal nudity. Mm. US nudity. Dentist. American pie. Dentist. Marathon man. Historically inaccurate. <laughs> Forrest Gump? 
speaking German. Does he get his dick out in that? Um, I think he does at some point. Gump does. Is he? No, his ass. No. I guess his ass. Yeah, there's no Sorry. gump dick. Sorry. Speaking German. Speaking German. Oh no. Testicles. <laughs> Antichrist. Racial violence. Oh my god. American History X. Classic. Refusing a handshake. What is it? Munich? Slavery. Oh. Armistad. Final clue. Chains. Twelve years a slave. Uh, Django Unchained? Yeah. Oh. Well done, Joe. That was poor. One point to Joe, one guess. Speaking German, of course. Yeah. Come on. Here we go. Film number two. Orchestral music. Death of Stalin. No opening credits. Hmm. Oh. Race Against Time. Speed or Speed 2. Multiple cameos. And what I'll say is... Rat that, race. That's actually quite misleading. Oh. oh. <laughs> I think what they mean is like there's a lot of characters in there rather right. than cameos. Usual suspects. Cult director. Cult director? Mm-hmm. Vincent Price? John Waters? I. I? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Volcano. Lord of the Rings. Uh, two Towers. Fellowship of the Ring. Hobbit. Oh, he's not done it. Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I gave you as many as you should have had. <laughs> Why did you go to Hobbit? I couldn't remember the names of all the bloody things. Uh, the other ones. Final Battle. End of Trilogy. Ring. Here we go. That's uh, five points to Joe. Um, and two guesses. But... Oh, that was close. I gave you three guesses on that. Thanks. That's as many Lord of the Rings films as there are. Here we go. (laughs) Film number three. Three Three-word title. I'd love it if you got that. Oh, my God. Drop Dead Fred. I'd stop there. I'd stop this. Drop Dead Fred. Suspected Affair. American Beauty X. (laughs) Happy Ending. Suspected Affair with a happy ending. Mm. Club. Club. The Matrix Reloaded. Garden Gnome. What? The Gnomeo and Juliet. Male Stripper. Oh, that was good. But not with male strippers in male... Magic Mike 2. Unemployment. Oh, the Full Monty. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Four points to Joe. Uh, other ones. Reference to Arsenal FC. Northern England. Steelworker. Uh, Joe's run away with it slightly, Al. Nine points, three guesses. I'm all right with that. Here we go. Film number four. <laughs> Based on novel. Mm, Moby Dick. Wait, no, that's not anymore. <laughs> no music. Well, it's, it's not the birds, is it? I was going to say, it can't be the birds, because yeah. we heard that, that in earlier. the office yeah. earlier. <laughs> Sheriff. Uh, Fargo. Oh, uh, there will be blood. No, that's music, technically. <laughs> that Mass, sounds like I'm coating off Johnny Greenwood. Mass murder. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Well done. Fuck it. Yeah. I didn't realise there was no music in there. Yeah, it's wicked, isn't it? Uh, Music's you your own heart pumping with tension. 21 points to Joe. Four guesses now. Yeah. This is This is really hard as well. I put this. I chose this one because I thought it would fuck your average. But. Here we go. <laughs> Film number five. You know five. I'm really shit. But that's why I picked the hard one because I thought you wouldn't. So I've got no it, chance. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Great. Well, I picked one that I thought you'd definitely seen all the films except for the last one. I don't think anyone has seen this. Great. 
Fantasy. Uh, the Fountain. Warrior. John Carter of Mars. Invasion. Battlefield Earth. Starship Troopers. CGI film. Avatar. The Final Fantasy film, whatever that's called. I actually know, but... Advent Children. No. No, I don't. Is it that one? No. Okay. Prince. Oh, I really feel like I know what this is and I don't know why. Prince. Fedora. What? Grow up. Ring. Prequel. (laughs) The Hobbit? (laughs) What? Based on video game. Uh, Ready Player One. Final clue, Regicide. What? Regicide. What's that? Killing Killing a king. king Or or queen maybe as well, yeah. Fantasy, Warrior, Invasion, CGI film, Prince, Fedora, Ring, Prequel, Based on Video Game, Regicide, Final Fantasy XV, King Slave. Oh, I thought you, you were very I close I have to that. watched that. Yeah. <laughs> it's shite. So Joe wins four guesses and 21 points. Fuck's sake, I said Lord of the Rings and Final Fantasy. I get fuck all for that. You're both Cause a there's, cause bunch there's like, of There's like four Final Fantasy cock bags. That's what I said. I did do this face at you, though. When you, come up, <laughs> when you said both. That face, Great. people listening at home, is... Uh, Go on. <laughs> uh, do you know what the link is? Kingsclave? The other one. Kingslave, No Country for All Men, The Full Monty, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Django Unchained. That is a wide... I did this with Cardi earlier. Um, What I'll do is, like, if there's a thing with with these five actors that links them. Sean Bean, Javier Bardem, Robert Carlyle, Christopher Lee, Christoph Waltz. There's a link between all those five actors. Is it Bond? Yes. They were all Bond villains. Out and one point five. Very good. Well done. Bond. Excellent. Uh, thanks, Dave from South Jersey, and that was a guy from the US of A. Boom. How many, how many points South did I get New for Jersey. that? One. Fuck's sake. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> how did I get twenty-one? Uh, if you want to send in keyword countdowns, my DMs are open on Twitter. Um, maybe put them in a Google Doc on Drive. Make sure that that is not a private document oh, and send it over. You're doing to me. even yeah. less these days. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. Oh, yeah. Do anything. Can you do an you audio mean, recording? Even yeah. for the silent gaps. one, he's getting me and Cardi to do it. <laughs> no, you wanted to do no, it. I do want to I do d- it. I've, I've never I, done one. I was looking at, uh, I had to look over the video for Dale. By the time I turned around, you guys have done it. It's wicked. I've got some good ones in there. Wow. Uh, let's go then. Let's do some feedback. First piece of feedback from Aaron Lewin, Lewis Smith saying, The Chuckle Brothers. What the hell were they all about? That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't know what they were about, but now to me, the only thing I think of when it comes what to, to you, Chuckle to Brothers. Me? Very good. Nice. Is uh, them doing that amazing Hitman advertising. Yes. That's, That's so good. I watched that again recently. That is yeah. top class comedy. Yeah. That's just really funny. really good. Like, speaking of, like, aging comedians. Yes. I did think it's sad that one of the last things that Keith Jedwin did was fucking a Tekken promo. Oh, was oh, it? No. Who was he? He was fighting oh, the dude with the mallet. Uh, Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet, yeah. You can see you, the, you can see the cogs in a PR person's head working after the Chuckle Brothers video went yeah, viral. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they're yeah. just like, what can we do? What else do people like? And also, like, 
uh, my wife didn't realise that he did that naked uh, game show. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Probably said the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what this was. Yeah. Oh, what is that? That naked attraction? A naked, naked no, naked jungle. in the jungle. They chuck yeah. you in the jungle and you've got to survive in the jungle naked. Oh, I it's not. It was that. It's a. It's not. Was it not like that? It's a game show. Oh, okay. But because uh, I looked it up, so uh, that's what I thought it was. To celebrate however many years of naturism, Channel Four right. did, or maybe, no, actually, I think it's probably Channel Five. Anyway, one of mm. those channels did a one-off special of this kids' program, right. but it was all with uh, naturists. So you had old Cheggers there with his little little, Chig, little Keith hanging out. Oh, Christ. Poor old Cheggs. He's got the saddest last tweet. It's really You showed sad. me that the other day. It was horrible. Yeah. It made go, me genuinely sad. Go check out Keith Chegg, Chegg, Cheggwin's last ever tweet. Merry it's Christmas, not, everyone. Not nice. <laughs> Sorry, one uh, other thing yeah. on the subject of really Cheggers. horrible... Well, last similar tweets. thing. I think we were watching uh, a program that was showing old clips of the word. Okay. And there was an old uh, Coronation Street actress on there. Yeah. And by old, I mean she was probably in her 70s. You you might have to explain to people what the word is. Oh, it's just... uh, I don't even know. It was just a horrible... Like a mad magazine magazine show. show. Yeah, it was like a proto-magazine show. But like where... I guess it was where, like, the early days of, like... They people do anything to become famous, yeah, like licking a fat man's sweaty armpit and all this kind of shit. Anyway, they had this old famous Coronation Street uh, actress on there, yeah, but they also had um, strippers, and this stripper was dancing in front of her, and she didn't know what to do, so she started sucking his cock. <laughs> what? I'm no word of a lie. They showed the clip on the word, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Now I don't watch Coronation Street, so I can't tell you the name of the actress, but I recognised her. And there she is on broadcast TV what? with a tallywackle in, in her mouth. <laughs> That's... What? Yeah. And to this day, like, as soon as I mention it, my wife's like, no, don't tell that story. I oh can't believe God. there's an old woman that did that. That's fucking so, oh, buzzing. I really like, there's an uh, amazing Limmy sketch. Which I was going like, to mention the same yeah, one. It's all from the perspective of um, that Limmy is dressed up as um, like a sort of middle-aged woman. And basically like you can see the sort of lights reflecting and she's in a, like a club where there's obviously like a Chippendale or something like that yeah. and she's like egging this woman who's on stage on and she keeps shouting 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 at her and then like it's like it basically turns and he just goes see him they're like yeah put it in your mouth put it in your mouth and then, and then he's like yeah, shouting yeah, he yeah. does this amazing like it, he's clearly like getting yeah. angry and you don't know why or yeah. she's getting angry and she does this amazing like when she does it like this face of triumph like Aah! Yeah. It goes off. And she just goes. That's was he? It's like that's your grandson. <laughs> yeah. That's your grandson. That is. Ah, he is. He's like, call me a bitch, will you? <laughs> it's fucking buzzing. Such a good um, sketch. But yeah, if you don't know what the Chuckle Brothers are, yeah, I was going to say we need TV to TV that. presenters. Oh, I guess like they were around when we were all growing up. So I guess now it's sort of in a time gone by, and they just got a lot of. A nostalgia attached to them so they just do viral videos now but nothing positive around them apart from like you say that Hitman thing they're like yeah I don't know what they do what the, no. what they, well, they've got, oh Chuckle Vision was the name yeah, of the TV, the TV show, show. Wasn't it? Yeah. got very uh, Paul Chuckle's got very good social media presence mm. really shows a lot of what he's cooking yeah right. a lot of selfies yeah it's fun. do you think it's the stage name uh, the Chuckles, yes. yeah. You know, there's loads of Chuckles. Oh, the, the boss in the Chuckle Brothers is their actual brother. Shut yeah. up. They're two of the Chuckle Brothers, but I think there's five there's more. brothers. You'd be furious with you, the other ones. Exactly. Paul and Barry, you're absolutely yeah. raking it in. The rest of the brothers forced to take a back seat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who I'd compare them to in America, but it, I think our TV scene is way weirder and more pathetic absolutely, than America's. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we've got an email from Daniel Cunningham who says, 
I just watched The Disaster Artist and thought that in general it was a pretty good film, but it could have been a lot more entertaining if I was a cult follower of the original film, which I kind of probably understand. Yeah. Um, my question for you is, do you have anything that everybody says is crap, or maybe you know is crap, but that you love anyways? Dynasty Warriors, Rush yeah. Hour, everything I talk about <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> I think, uh, Blair Witch 2. I Blair Witch like, 2? I think, that's, I think that's good. Uh, everyone hates it. What um, does everyone hate? Nobody hates Shattered Glass, really, but I think I don't think people think God, that it's I good. Way more I than think I thought it's you good. would. Um, uh, I don't th- see. Also, the room is a weird one because people love the room for being yeah, crap. Yeah, like it's not quite the same thing. Um, I actually, I thought that I was really looking forward to the disaster. Right? I thought it was good. I don't, I don't know why people are losing their minds. No, me. I don't see why it's like. It's just a people very people have gone bonkers yeah. for it. To me, it's like a very good Netflix movie. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. something I did not need to see in the cinema at all. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a great. Like I had a really good time watching yeah. it, but didn't need to go and see it on a big screen. No, because yeah. it's it, got the air of a document, like documentary yeah. reconstruction in a it's, lot of ways. It's pretty run of the mill in terms of just like they've found an odd through line for it, like mm. an odd emotional through line to it, and like the music is shite. Like I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I was like, is this meant to be shit? Yeah. Is this like? an art thing where it's just like the actual film of the worst film in the world is actually a little bit shit. Right. Um, it's I also, think it is though. It's also a big love-in. Like, yeah. Like very famous people turning up for absolutely no reason playing yeah. bit parts. Like Hannibal Buress is just a camera salesman. <laughs> yeah. And he says nothing funny for two <laughs> scenes and then he's gone. And I was like, that's to me one of the funniest comedians yeah. working right now. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. It um, feels a bit like, you know, this is the end where it was just an excuse to have all their mates yeah, in yeah, the yeah. film. Yeah. It feels like that, but in yeah. a more serious thing. It's really weird. Yeah, it's strange. I did um, like it, though. Well, do you like anything shite? Everything I like is really good. Yeah. 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 Seems about right. Yeah. You did watch a lot of Arrow and that. Yeah, but the first two seasons crap. of Arrow were good. And no, then I watched shit, and then I stopped. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. That's pretty good. I really like the song I Want to Have Your Babies by Natasha Bedingfield, which yeah. was widely <laughs> disliked when it first came out. Oh, my God. I think it's yeah. got a proper good beat. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I was yeah, I was gonna say that that sexual by Naked, but I think no, people, people think love people that. think that's a banger. Yeah, and I is is the my most listened to song this year. That's amazing because that was late as well. Yeah, according to Spotify, it came out in October last year. So Man. yeah, um, I think Minions is really good. The film. Do you? Yeah, I've heard that. Before. Having watched it, yeah, a lot with my kids. Yeah, it's genuinely very funny. Okay, I think yeah. the problem with the minions is how they've been used as a marketing tool, sure. not what they actually are. I because they're not that unfunny. Yeah, it's or, weird. As we've yeah. talked about before, how meme culture has stolen them. Respect, well, respect our servicemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. Uh, last bit of feedback, Joe. I'll give you that last bit of feedback. It's titled simply "Prestige." <laughs> Hey guys and girl, love the show and all that, but let's get serious. The Prestige is one of my favourite films, but Go the one. On. Th- oh yeah, we're going to spoil the Prestige now, and it's not me doing it this time, <laughs> so no complaints. The Prestige is one of my favourite films, but the one thing you've seen it, haven't you? Yes. Good, but the one thing I never understand at the end is how does Clone Two know not to do the appearance part of the Prestige? Alfred sneaks under the stage, and no one knows he's there until he tries to save Clone One. Yeah, but once he's up. Once he's under the stage, the cloning part of the disappearing man has already been done. Hmm. So in theory, Clone 2 should be up in the rafters getting the applause while Alfred is trying to save Clone 1. 
I apologise if this makes no sense in written form. No, I... I Will from Burnley. I worked this out, basically. Now, um, what you forget is all of that that you're seeing, all the hundred show run and everything, mm. is all a setup to frame Borden. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. And as you said yesterday, the clones have the exact same information. Yeah, it's um, not... Clones aren't born... Yeah. Not knowing where they've just been. That's right. Yeah, the only yeah. bit of information we're given is that you don't know whether you're going to be the clone or the one that drops through the floor. Yeah. So he knows he this knows entire that thing this is, is a the setup. final yeah. show and that he's going to leave. Yeah. Simple as that. That's it. Yeah. So, and he says, there's a line in it um, earlier on where he says something that Borden can't ignore. He's like, we're going to do 100 shows only. Um, he won't be able to stay away. Mm. So basically, the entire thing is a setup to frame Borden yeah. at some point. And it's only that he realizes he's obviously keeping an eye out for the people coming on stage, sees that Alfred Borden has come on stage, and he knows he's going to go un- underneath the, the uh, thing and have a look. And in that moment, he decides, he decides this is where oh, I do it. This is where I frame him, yeah. Yeah, because the 100 shows thing is not to get to the 100th show. No. It's just to give an end point so that yes. Alfred has to go has at to some go point during times. that yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, that's um, what it is. yeah. Sorted. Don't worry. Done. We're still Boom. an amazing film. We did it for you. Um, if you have any more questions about the prestige, or you just want to tell us things about it that we haven't noticed, uh, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And remember to send in your Star Wars feedback as well, because it'll be in the Star Wars. Your force feedback. feedback. Nice. 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 On, just, I honestly think we might be the best, the podcast best prestige ever. podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm just putting it out there. I don't think anyone's talked as much as we have about the prestige yeah. or knows as much as we do about its intricacies. I do love Daniel, but I am so disappointed that he got to speak to Christopher Nolan. Didn't ask some, didn't ask him something about the prestige. We derailed our circus interview yeah. to do it. Like, Come we did, on. We didn't did ask you? Andy Circus about Star Wars. No. But we asked him about the prestige. Marvel? Now Star Wars? <laughs> prestige. What was it like right. working with Bowie? Um also, I don't, I don't if you, think I mean, Al knew that. If, <laughs> I know I didn't. That. Also, if you do want, do we actually uh, publish that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. If you uh, if you want um, some Andy Circus stuff, I will say that the Apes video that is brilliant mm. that Dale made has absolutely tanked. Has so, it? <laughs> oh, please, so please good. go check that some out because I love if, it. If you like um, all three of those films, it is genuinely fascinating yeah. listening to him talk about them. If you go on YouTube, go for uh, Andy Circus Caesar's Journey IGN, and that'll come up. And there's also an Andy Circus podcast special yes. where we talk about the prestige. Really. He needs to hit hundred thousand views, otherwise he's fired. Oh, yes, I think that's Done. fair, isn't it? Yeah. The um, best, the best thing about that video is when he talks about how horses don't like people pretending. To monkeys on their backs yeah. I love that so instead of horses they all rode step ladders yeah. oh. and then put the horses in after that's fascinating there you go fucking mental uh, yep yeah, there we go that's it we'll speak to you next week alright bye bye bye
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.